and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I felt like I wanted to say something before you started singing. Oh, I think that was probably a good idea, because I was going to sing my new theme song for Shoulder Neck. Oh, go ahead and sing it. Let's, 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 let's <laughs> the folks know what we're, what we're shopping here. So, um... First, I better explain what shoulder neck is. So, we'll, we'll, we'll premise this: we're watching. I have a nitro on in the background because we always have wrestling on in the house. Uh, so we are watching an old Goldberg match, and he has like those muscles have names. I'm sure trapezoids, trapezoids that are like all built up. Yeah. So it kind of looks like you have a little man's shoulders coming out of your neck. Right. So. My song. And then the funny thing is, is like that's not something that I've always also looked at that as that way too. Is it looks like shoulder neck? Yeah, because yeah. sometimes, sometimes I've looked at like really like guys with really huge traps. And people would be like, it'd be funny if it was like actual another smaller person instead yeah, of a bigger. Yeah, because that's what it looks but, like. It looks yeah. like tiny shoulders. Yeah. So I was singing uh, a song, but the theme song for the the show I'm going to pitch called Shoulder Neck, and it goes. Shoulder neck, shoulder neck. He's got a little man inside of his body and is trying to escape through his neck. Shoulder neck. And they're like, uh, so that's the theme song. But like, basically, it's like one huge dude, the other dude's inside of him. And they're like, you know, like partners, little dude's a sidekick. And I don't know, maybe they fight crime or something. So Ooh, wait, maybe they're detectives. Well, I have a question. Uh, let's let's clarify. I really haven't thought about this, so <laughs> I might not have an answer. So if there's another little person inside of this person, yes. all we're seeing is that person's shoulders, where is their head? You know, I haven't figured that out yet. I'm assuming it pops up, like, maybe from behind. Is it in, like, the, like the esophagus or something? Like... Mm. This is a good question. Maybe it's like one of those things where like eyeballs just pop up in his neck. Ah! So he like opens his eyes and it has a little mouth too. Little... And he used to have, he has to wear like a scarf like at all times to like cover that up. Kind of like that girl. You remember that? Did you ever read that scary yes, stories? Yes, okay. Yes, yes. So the girl had the ribbon around her neck yeah. and when you take it off her head falls off. Yeah. It's like one of those ribbons. When you take it off, it's a face. Uh-huh. In his throat. Uh-huh. It's really fucked up. That's fucked up, yeah. It's real fucked up. Because now what that means is, like, if I ever see Goldberg wearing a scarf, I'm going to assume <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, I'm certain Goldberg wears a lot of scarves. And, and he's wearing <laughs> he's not scar- Chris Jericho. Yeah, he, go- he goes out and he goes out for an interview and they're like, Goldberg, you must be pretty cool. It's like, no, there's another person inside of me. Ah! You know? It's like, oh, God, Goldberg is made of two people. But, I mean, he could wear an ascot. <laughs> And ask us something. A lot of turtlenecks. Turtlenecks. That's yes. also a possibility. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that from now on. Anytime <laughs> I see a giant man, a uh, giant wrestler guy wearing a. Just a any dude with or, shoulder neck. Or any dude with shoulder neck. He, is, assume that he has a height, face that underneath the, that, that scarf. Is, that is, they are uh, currently being. Uh, uh, their their uh, smaller man inside of them is, is currently trying to compromise them. Well, trying not to, try, just trying to be his buddy. Well, but he's trying to expose of the world, and we don't want, you know, we don't no, no, want no, he's, that. They, they both know that they'll be, like, dissected, and it'll be a horrible thing. Oh, yeah, science thing. is coming. Yeah, so they have to work together yeah. to avoid that, at the same time, solve crimes. <laughs> it's like think... Jake and the fat man. What, wait, like, 
in the crime solving sense or is yeah. that is that yeah. Jake lived inside the fat man? <laughs> no, in the crime solving sense. But I don't know, maybe Jake I never saw Jake the Fat Man, but I'm assuming I think that's maybe show that you reference. Maybe Jake lived inside the fat man. Is that streaming? Should I watch that show? No. All right, cool. That was easy. <laughs> I don't know. If you, if, you, if you have to get your William Conrad fixed, then yeah, might I mean, as like, well. The but... fact that there is a show called Jake and the Fat Man. You couldn't get away with that today. No, of course you couldn't. You shouldn't have been able to get away with it back then either. Okay, well, I mean, in the 80s, you called everybody fat. Well, I mean, we've called people fat now, but you're not going to put it in a title. Yeah, they can't just be called like fatties and people. You know, you can't make a show like that today. What would that Coming be? soon to Fox on Thursdays. It's fatties inside of people. I, I feel like that would be more of like a CBS show. Whatever oh. um, network Last Man Standing was on. ABC. Okay, then it's an ABC show. Yeah. What is, is Roseanne? Coming up after Last Man Standing, the debut of Tim Allen sees a fat person. <laughs> is uh, Roseanne on ABC? Yeah. Oh, see? Roseanne, did you know Roseanne, the new the reboot, is an hour long what? Yeah. Oh, what? So she can get more of her Trump loving in? Yeah, that's what. There's, there's a whole special like segment in the middle. It's called Trump loving. <laughs> oh, no one wants that. Now, speaking of speaking of, <laughs> that was upsetting. Speaking of Trump, we were watching the finally finishing the uh, Gary Shandling documentary. Which- all said and done, that thing's almost five hours long. It literally is, and that's the thing. Cause, because look, I really... love look, I love Judd Apatow, but for some reason, I don't know. He can't. Why he has to insist on everything that he does has to be like eight hours long. I know. I'm like, dude, edit, edit, come on. Can't you just make a movie that's ninety minutes? Yeah, like you know what? This could have just been a three hour documentary on Gary Shandling, and I think I would have been happy with it. I didn't need this to be what four hours and however many minutes it ended up it was, it was, it was almost much, five yeah. hours. Yeah, it's almost five hours. But the, the the reason why I bring it up is we were watching it, and there was this you know they're showing all these clips and stuff, and then out of oh. nowhere they just showed this clip of Gary Shandling on, on Kelly Regis and Kelly or whatever. Regis and Kelly, but for some reason Trump is there instead of Regis, and I wasn't ready. for No, it. none of us were ready for it. It was really upsetting, actually. I was like, now, now like, when I see him, now I'm like, ah, yeah. I yeah, like, that was the thing. I'm just happily watching. I'm just like, oh, Gary Shanley, okay, he's having a conversation, cool, saying something. Oh my God, it's Trump. It was just the most jarring, yeah. upsetting moment <laughs> in that entire documentary. That it was. Yeah. So. But, uh. But we, we did some comic book shopping. Yeah, we did some comic book shopping. And, um,. Yeah, that's what we went. We went, yeah, went to comic book shop because we, because we were in the valley. We decided to uh, to do some stuff and uh, went up to the valley. What did we go to the valley for again? We went up because uh, I oh, had to, to buy jewelry. earrings. Yeah. Yes, I had to buy earrings from this little outlet store in Burbank that I wanted to go to. Yeah, so we went there and then we were, you know, we were putzing around and we uh, we hit up. Uh, well, I hit up a few places. We did. There was this new place that we had seen, but it was closed the first time we saw it. Uh, and it was called Black Cat Comics, and uh-huh. it's new. Yeah. So we checked out that. Apparently, there's a, there's a ton of toys there. Which it's, it's more of a well, it's a co- nice little cozy. It's it's definitely a little tiny cozy place, and it's cute. And they had comics. Um, they had some dollar comics. We didn't look at them though. Yeah, no, there it was just it was small, and it was a little warm that day, and yeah, there's no air conditioning, but um, or there is, but they didn't have it on. But the the lady behind the counter is the owner, co-owner, yeah. her and her husband. Yeah. Uh, and all the toys there, and there were a lot of toys. There was some stuff I hadn't seen in a long time, um, are from his collection. Yeah. So I guess he's 
you know, trying to sell them all, but he's had them since, you know, they came out. Yeah. So it's original owner, original boxes, original everything. Yeah. And for, for, for what it's worth, just looking at it, it's a pretty reasonable prices. Yeah. Nothing yeah, definitely crazy. not too bad. And they did have some really cool comics, a little bit pricey for me. Yeah. But you know me, I'm cheap. Yeah, in terms of the like, comics. In terms of the toys, though, like, there's a lot of really cool Marvel stuff there. Uh, I mean, shit, they had a, uh, I was like a, DC superpowers uh, dark side car car that he drove or the plane that he fucking dark sides Raider or whatever the fuck it was called. So they had that, you know, they had a bunch of the toy biz X-Men uh, machines. Cause in the first series of the X-Men, for some reason, they decided to have like motorcycles and fucking, uh, you know, Magneto had a little fucking ship and mm. the you know, all that. So they had those things that had some of the stuff from the Fantastic Four thing. Just like a lot of things. It looks like a lot of little interesting little knickknacks and stuff like that. You know, a lot of stuff from the 90s and, you know, the, just like the DC collector stuff. And yeah, a lot of cool stuff. So yeah. I guess you can uh, you could definitely check them out. They're on uh, Magnolia. Magnolia Boulevard. You could probably look up Black Cat Comics. They're near Halloween Town, which yes. is my favorite store of all time. Well, it's kind of nice because they're in between, uh, like Halloween Blast Town, the, Blast in the Past, and Halloween Town. Yes, and Blast in the Past is okay. We went there too. Um, they also had some fun toys. You actually bought a Wonder Man. I bought a Wonder Man that I did not have, who also had Shoulder Neck. He did have Shoulder Neck. Uh, was he is his costume high cut? You know what? It might be. Maybe it's it's covering a face. Probably as we that's a superpower that he did we didn't know he had. Yeah, who knew? Um so yeah, we went to Blast from the Past. We checked out Halloween Town, which is my favorite store of all time. Yeah. So basically, if you don't know what Halloween Town is, it is just a store that is three hundred and sixty five days of nothing but fucking Halloween shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's badass. It speaks it's, to the goth girl in me. It's constantly like anytime I go in and there, and it's like, dark. I, yeah, and they're always playing like Halloween music and shit. They're playing, you know, Halloween. They were movies playing and... uh, Young Frankenstein. Right, right. Yes, uh, when we were in there, and they just have all this cool stuff, and they have tombstones, and they have cookie cutters look like coffins, and yeah. you can buy like you know a purse that looks like a coffin, and you can buy, you know. Uh, enamel pins well you can uh, buy patches you can buy vintage books they yeah, have i mean they all have sorts all sorts of, of really cool shit two things that i saw in there this time out because that's that's the thing about that store they get new stuff all the time they get new stuff all the time so it's every time like we, we don't go in there very often but like when we go in there it's always something it's always even though it's we've been in there a bunch of times it's always different yeah there's always something cool in there so that's and that place is great and i saw well a few things that i because i didn't realize they made them so like there's that there's this company called NECA toys that makes like a lot of toys that are based off of like movie movie franchises and all that shit yeah. and i'm sorry we're watching Nitro. There's a giant pink sign in the background that says, Big Sexy, Come Home With Me. Kevin Nash was able to get it back in the day. Well, Jesus Christ, look at him. He's gigantic. He's a gigantic and he's a charming and, man. And and he's got hair? He's got beautiful hair. Does he have hair now? It might have been short. He's he's cut it from time to time, but I mean, I think it was a, in Magic Mike he had longer hair. He did have longer hair in Magic Mike. I feel like he just he's right over there. It's yeah. kind of short now, or it might be in a ponytail. Like no, it's in a ponytail right now. I mean, he he, yeah. he didn't actually cut his hair, like fully cut his hair until he got to the back to return back to the WWE in like a two thousand and three. Yeah. So he he was a and this is nineteen ninety eight. So he had long, 
long hair for a long time. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that that people were trying to fuck him. This is also uh, this is actually a very momentous thing for me because uh, this is the first time I've seen Rex. Uh, I, I believe this is the first time that Lex Luger wrestled in his uh, his jeans outfit. Oh yeah. Yeah, normally he wears his little black he wears black trunks and stuff like that, but for some reason he decided to start wrestling in jeans, which is for some reason a thing that me and Joe talk about a lot on our wrestling podcast. What, dudes like, who wrestle in jeans? Guys that all of a sudden just wrestle in jeans. Yeah, it's weird. Don't you think that'd be hard? It's some people it doesn't matter. I mean John cool. Cena. look at John Cena. Well he wrestles in jorts though, so that you have true. you have flexibility at the knee. Yeah. Here's the thing though about a guy like Lex Luger, like who's not a flexible guy. You know, he's a big so he, muscle guy, but he he's doesn't like, need it. <laughs> but he's just wearing wearing his dumb jeans. Yeah. You know, and that always fascinated me back in the, you know, in the 90s because like, or whenever, anytime I would see it, I'd be like, why is that guy wrestling in jeans? Yeah. It's like, it's like going to the gym and seeing a guy work on jeans. Yeah, that's always weird. <laughs> Which is, the, that's the guy who I, anytime I see somebody working out in jeans, I always assume that they're also selling drugs in yeah, the gym. a lot of times they're older. Or, I mean, oh, I don't here know, comes a sting. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. So you were saying there's this toy company. So they make these like movie properties and stuff like that for, you know, all this stuff. And they had uh, a bunch of toys from like Nightmare on Elm Street and, uh-huh. you know, and from the different uh, installments of Nightmare on Elm Street. But what I I liked in particular is they had one from it was a Freddy. It was a Freddy and Freddy Krueger action figure. But this particular Freddy Krueger action figure was the action figure the way that it appeared on the uh, the NES game for some oh. reason. For some reason, it was the NES version of, uh, of Freddy Krueger. I mean, he had like red pants for some reason. So ah, I can't tear my shirt. <laughs> Sorry, we're just no. Like... This is this is fun. This is fun. This is fun to watch. When, 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 Stig just you know what sucks too is those car shirts cost like twenty bucks a piece, man. Wait, but he's still in the. In the red? No, he's in the red ones now. Jesus Christ. This because is too Because this is where he, went, he was... He, Wrestling is dumb. What the like, fuck, man? Why is every, Why are there two NWOs? Oh, I don't know. Because they both got, ended up, like, splitting. And then, like, they decided to, like, join, e- join each other and stuff. And or split up. And now they're, like... There's Hulk Hogan's group, which is the white group. The black and white group. And then there's the... Red and white. The red and black group, which red. is Kevin Nash's group. And that's the Wolf Pack. Oh, Those are the hip guys. I hate everything. Yeah. So anyway, so we went to Halloween Town, and there was the this cool book that you saw. Yeah. So there's a book called it was like VHS. It was basically just VHS cover, uh, VHS covers, and the back, and the and, and the backs of them, and a lot of it's just like you know action and horror movies and stuff like that. And uh, I need that book. I know. And it's actually not, it's a pretty it's not, it's not it's not an expensive book so no that's kind of like when we went to that um slashback video exhibit where it was just yeah. like horror vhs tapes set up in what looked like a 1980s video store uh-huh. um you couldn't touch the tapes and sean was so upset that, yeah. because he wanted to flip them over and read the backs well, and, only, and like, take pictures and you stuff can do that yeah it was only like towards the end you could come back and like touch everything but yeah i don't even think there were tapes in all of them no they were just empty like yeah but it was like don't boxes. touch it because it's like an art exhibit it, it was, te- it was technically an art exhibit it wasn't and like sean was like but what do you mean i can't touch them well i remember we <laughs> went there we went there and it was uh an old or not the old it was uh like it was later in its run mm-hmm. and it was just about to be ending and then i was like well hey since like it's almost over can i like still look at the back She's like no no I'm like you can't oh. there's a big sign on like every everywhere you look there's a sign that says do not touch 
big bun, big yeah. big bummer. So so yeah. so yeah. So we went to Halloween Town, which was great, uh, and then we went over to um, House, of, House Secrets. of Secrets, which is such a great store. Yeah, if you're ever in Burbank, California, for whatever reason, try to hit up House of Secrets. Yeah. Uh, it's just a really, really great place. They've got so much stuff. The staff is really nice, and yeah, there's a re- that's one thing about this. Is, uh, not all stores have nice staff. Yeah, no, the they're always very friendly. Been, uh, I've, I've, I've always felt you go in there, and it's always cool people working. There. Yeah, just really cool people, and um, so we went in, and of course they have a lot of dollar boxes. Yeah, they're do- and they're dollar boxes. I gotta say, uh, th- we've talked about this before. They set it up. It's set up really nice. Yeah, it's nice to look through because they're bar boxes, and they also have a section for uh, sets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they're all set up like you're not on the floor. They're on yeah, they're not on the floor. They're uh, they're like up on a, a shelf, and there's like a little tiny like alcove. Yeah, it's almost. kind of tucked away. It's so like tucked not... away, so it's you're not in anybody's way. It's like if you're in the dollar boxes, you're in this like little tiny alcove in the back, mm-hmm. where it's just you. And the dollar boxes. It's actually great. Yeah, I like that. I like you know. They, and same with the sets. That's kind of tucked off to the side, so and they, you they, can look through whatever. And they also have this uh, one that's set up where you can go. Uh, they have it like right when you walk in, they have this little couch, and you can kind of just like look at some dollar yeah, boxes there. there. And have if them they have there. them, they don't always have them there. They don't always have them, but, but there's but always a couch you can like sit and read. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I forgot to mention at Blast from the Past. Did you notice that they have that zombie big boy? Yes. Because yes. that was a meltdown. Yeah. So I, they must have bought it from them. They must have bought it from there. Yeah. They yeah. must have cooked that up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that was, that's, that's cool. Yeah. That's my buddy Stephen Kramer Glickman made that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, yeah, we went to uh, there. We picked up some books, including Wonder We're Going to Do Today. Yes. There's a few, uh, there's, I think there's a few other things I was going to say about that show. Well, there was, I saw the um, World's Finest Silver Age Volume 1 trade yeah. when we were there, which that's on my list to get. That's fucking cool. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Black Cat Comics, too. And um, House of Secrets had a bunch of Lois Lanes that I wanted, but some of them were a little... Oh, they had Lois Lanes there? That's Not Black in the Cat? dollar box. Black Cat, yeah. but And they were, you know, four bucks... Seven bucks, that sort of stuff. And that was the same with when we were at House of Secrets. Yeah, House of Secrets. Their back issue. They have an extensive back issue selection. They're actually, the thing about House of Secrets, yeah, the thing about House of Secrets is their back issues are are on point. Mm -hmm. Their new comics are on point. And that's for just about everything. Yeah. Uh, And their trades. And it's, it's, it's set up really nice. Yeah. Like everything is just nice. And it's not and... dusty and gross. It's like a nice, clean, cool place to be. Yeah. And they have and a lacquered it's organized. floor. organized. They have a lacquered floor with uh, comic books that are uh, underneath. So you mm-hmm. can kind of see like some covers and they just kind of like lacquered them over so yeah. that they, they stick. It just, just looks cool. Walk. Yeah. So it's a really cool place. So. It is. So so we got some books there. Um, in contrast to and Black Cat Comics also set up very nicely and, and stuff. In contrast to we stopped at this place that's going out of business in downtown Burbank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Called Movie World. It was called Movie World. But yeah. I don't know if that's the intention. I, I don't know. But it's going out of business because it's downtown Burbank and you know everything's expensive. This place was just like a bookstore that exploded. Literally. There were books 
everywhere and like stacked on the floor and boxes everywhere. And I'm like, I don't know if it's like this because it's closing or if it's always been like this. But there were like books on the movies and then they have like, you know, your regular paperbacks or whatever. They even had comic boxes. I don't know if you saw them, but they were like on the floor underneath like five other things. Oh, did you find the comics? I tried to find the comics, but to actually get to them, their aisles were so narrow See, that's what I was, that's what I was, I was trying to see if I could find some. I did find them. They were on, but uh, who the hell can look through them? Because the aisles are so narrow and everything's so high. And then you had to like, try not to knock stuff on top of yourself. Right. So I was like, I'm not even going to bother looking through this. No, no, it's not worth it. No, I was like, I do not want to die underneath these books. However, if I do, like I said, when we were there, if I ever die underneath books, please put, she died as she lived. On I my will. tombstone. You got that. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we uh, checked out some stuff. You know, we picked up some stuff. Uh, trying to think if there's, some, there's something else that I, I wanted to bring up. Oh, we went to wrestling. Oh, we did go to wrestling. We, went we had to, quite the adventure at the well, wrestling. Well, I had the, so I, uh, a, f- a friend from my metal days, somebody uh-huh. who I don't know him that well, but I know him. I've, I've, I, you know, I was. You were cool a metal guy, back and then. I was a metal guy, and he's a good dude, uh, Andy Williams from Every Time I Die. Uh, I love that his name's Andy Williams. Andy Williams. So, so does anybody like? Does anybody send him that clip of Nelson just going Andy Williams? You know, because they should. I wish if I to be honest, if we had that power to do that back then, I probably would have sent that to him a million times. <laughs> <laughs> but and I'm certain he's probably heard it a million times. I'm, he's pro- sure. I'm certain that is. Th- I'm surprised that he didn't have a Titan trial with just that. That honestly, if uh, if I were a wrestler and my name was Andy Williams, that is exactly what I would come out right. to. Just a picture of Nelson going Andy Williams. That's it. Yeah. So he. Uh, yeah. He said, but he uh, he's in the band every time I die, and uh, he was there uh, at this thing called Bar Wrestling, mm-hmm. which is out in Baldwin Park. Which is, I don't know, probably like an hour from us at least. It's in San Ga- like the San Gabriel Valley, so yeah. we're talking like it's, city of it, industry. No, it's out in the Inland Empire. Is it, is it technically Inland Empire? Yeah, it's a technically the Inland Empire. So in Empire. the IE? Because it's out, yeah, it's in the IE. We're Oof. in the Inland Empire. You're oh, on the man. 605, you're in the okay. Inland Empire. All right, All right fine. <laughs> but <coughs> uh, we were, yeah, so we went to go see the show because uh, he was, I was like, oh, I haven't seen my friend, you know, this guy in a while, my friend, so I was going to go out and check him out. And see what he's doing. He's wrestling with another Buffalo guy, uh, mm-hmm. Braxton Sutter, mm-hmm. who, uh, with, along with his wife Allie, who are bo- both of them are on Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were both on this card, and uh, they were doing uh, six man tag. It was them, and teamed up with this l- local guy, Brody King, mm-hmm. against Dude who looked really like Rob Delaney. Oh yeah, so Joey Ryan. Mm-hmm. Who looks like Rob? Looks like wrestling dot Rob Delaney. He does. He's got like a really great mustache. Oh yeah, that's his thing. He's got a great mustache, great tan, great tan, very hairy chest. Comes to the ring, uh, yeah. to the Pina Colada song. Yeah, uh, I actually appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So the, there's that guy. There was Elias. What was his name? Elias something. Is it Elias? Oh, Eli Drake. Eli Drake. That's it. Eli Drake, and then I forgot who the other guy was. Some. Sh- he guy had. Beard. He had a huge beard. Yeah. I don't remember. He had a huge beard, which he had, like, tied up. And yeah. then at one point, he just unfurled it. Apparently, when he goes berserk, he pulls his beard and it, gets, it like, unfurls. Because yeah. it looks like just, like, a regular beard that, like, you know, comes down to, like, you know, where his neck is. You're like, oh, it's a big beard, whatever. 
And then if he gets really upset, he yells and he unfurls it. And then it's like down to his fucking navel. It's huge. Yeah, it's a big. It's uh, a big but he came out in like a like a jean jacket with like the sheep uh, shearling on the collar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he also had a feather in his beard. I don't know if you could see that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of. Yeah, I forget what that guy's this, name this, was. This is, this is uh, California wrestling. So yeah. this is there's a lot of fun, weird things going oh, on. Oh, yeah. No, it was. That's why I like that Rob Delaney looking motherfucker. Because I was yeah. like, this guy appreciates that wrestling is ridiculous. And his, he has leaned into that. Oh, yeah. No, that's his I whole thing. Is that his whole that. thing. Well, he's a Joey Ryan. So and if I'm certain that some you know people that listen to the show know you know if you know about wrestling joey ryan's gimmick is that he has a super strong cock right which if you touch his cock you will be compelled Flipped. to hold on to his cock and he will flip you with it he will flip you with it mm-hmm. and you know that is uh that is his deal he's actually one of the i think he's the only wrestler to ever be sponsored by you porn oh indeed that is a that is a real <laughs> thing that happened for, has happened for him good for him i don't know if he is currently sponsored by you porn but yes you porn did sponsor him that's funny but yeah that's his uh that's his deal that's his deal so yeah but you know and my you know my buddy andy went in there and took a cockplex yeah you know, <laughs> or penisplex or whatever they call it and uh yeah, no, it was a it was a fun time. It was fun. I actually appreciated because then he was yelling at the audience at the end. He's like, "You should people should be ashamed of yourselves." Yeah, and yeah no, there was there's some. There it was some, fun. There's some good stuff, but uh, yeah, and so and then we got stuck in in Glen uh, Irwindale, <sighs> fucking yeah, we sure did. Bar- Baldwin Park. Yeah, because my car's a piece of garbage. So that was fun. Yeah, that was that was, uh, rough. that was rough. We ended up taking an Uber back at about three o'clock in the morning after having my car dragged, literally dragged, onto a tow truck because it, you couldn't get it out of park. It had to be dragged onto a tow truck and driven to a shop right by a landfill. Uh, and then we had to take an Uber back to L.A., which uh, our driver did about ninety the entire way back. I. Don't appreciate that, but I at the same time I do. I kind of appreciate it, but I don't. And yeah. I was like, we're going to die, we're going to die. Uh, but we didn't die. But we didn't die, and we got home relatively quickly because it was... Uh, it was, it was like late. 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it was late, and I was like, I am... I'm tired as fuck. I want to go home. Yeah, because there was a lot of... Uh, I was very angry because my this car that I have is a, a lemon. Yeah. I have had nothing but problems with it since I bought it. I've had to do everything from rebuild the transmission and put new axles on it uh, to getting like a new temperature gauge and whatever. It has been a money pit. It is a piece of garbage. I hate it so much. I cannot wait to get rid of it. But uh, yeah, I was so angry that I was to the point where I was just snarking. Yeah, we were just kind of... Just kind of ragging on it, talking about driving into the end of the, off the Santa Monica Pier, because really that's all it's good for at this point. So it was fun. So just picture us yeah. swearing and cracking wise on the side of a nice suburban neighborhood while the good people of the world try to sleep and my car is being dragged out of a parking spot. Literally dragged. Literally dragged because it could not go into neutral. Hey, look, it's it's uh, it's, it's Joey Ryan's dad. <laughs> look at that mullet. Yeah. This is 98. He shouldn't have this mullet, no, but he did. No, not back then. We're talking about, uh, I, I put, turn, turn on the next Nitro and we got... Uh, Jerry Flynn, Thunderfoot. Is Jerry he dead? Flynn. No, he's alive. Oh, I always, have, I always have to ask. He had his beautiful mullet. My God, did we look like this in '98? We were still doing this in '98. Oh, this is this is this is these are wrestling fans. Also, there's a certain way that we looked. <laughs> oh so, man. Yeah. So yeah, but um, but yeah, no, we uh, yeah, we had some we had an interesting couple of days. Yeah. Let's take our break. Come back. 
talk about our book for this week. Justice League International, Blah Ha Ha Podcast. A new monthly show chronicling the adventures of the JLI era by Keith Giffen and J.M. DeMatteis. We'll be going issue by issue, in release order, tackling the core Justice League title, Justice League Europe, and the quarterly book. Along the way, we'll take time out for special episodes covering various spin-offs, cartoon appearances, the infamous TV pilot, and much more. So join me in an ever-changing roster of guest hosts as we celebrate your favorite JLI members, such as... Martian Manhunter. Batman. Dr. Fate. Black Canary. Fire. Ice. Maxwell Lord. Oberon. Captain Marvel. Rocket Red. Captain Adam. Mr. Miracle. Guy Gardner. Booster Gold. Blue Beetle. Nort! And many, many more. Justice League International, Blah Ha Ha Podcast, part of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Want to make something of it? All right, we're back here on Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is Adventure Comics, starring Supergirl, number 420, from June 1972. Mm-hmm. You know what? This actually comes out on... 419 so we're days shy oh yeah of this be this book corresponding with pot <laughs> nonetheless uh, did you want to just talk about the fabulous news you just learned <laughs> fabulous <laughs> breaking wrestling news on a comic <laughs> podcast uh we i just learned that john cena and nikki bella split up <laughs> oh no laugh at that because that's actually kind of sad it's very sad i am certain there it was a very uh, meticulous decision on both their parts considering how uh visible a couple mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. but john cena kind of seems like the I, I just vibing from him he's a very odd guy mm-hmm. and yeah you could tell by him just sitting there watching wrestlemania he was just like, or just, just his. Yeah, there's something going on in that head of his. He's just a very odd, muscular man. Because <laughs> there was that. Yeah, that's right. He was watching WrestleMania. That's right. We didn't, I didn't talk about WrestleMania at all. Jesus. Um, oh, it was just like nine million hours of wrestling. Hours it, I think it's still happening. Actually, it's, it, it, it's, it's on right now. <laughs> well, technically, it's on now as a repeat, but yeah. it's, it might as well still be on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he. Uh, yeah, they had that thing where he's just sitting there watching wrestling, you know, because he was like, I'm going as a fan because the Undertaker won't fight me, even though the Undertaker showed up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just, he just has like, he's just like, Durr. Yeah, he's just like, hmm, what is oh. the, what are these humans doing? I, an alien, do not understand. Yeah, and then he ran and it was funny. <laughs> he runs like this uh, moving block of meat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, That's what Dave, Dave Meltzer said it once on the review. He's like, "Yeah, John Cena doesn't run well. There's something, <laughs> something out of fact because you know he, he's a he's a meat. He's a meat. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's why he broke. Maybe that's why they split. I up. think it's because isn't he been very vocal about not wanting children? But I think that's something point- she's pretty like. I want kids, and she's like, he'll change his mind. Don't ever pin it on he'll change his mind I or she'll change a, her mind. I don't think it doesn't happen. Hundred percent that it could it definitely maybe could have played into because maybe he because I think at some point they were saying oh maybe he might be open to it and then maybe he was like no nah, man maybe maybe he got a vasectomy oh shit secret vasectomy John Cena did he get the snips da, 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 cha. <laughs> you're shooting blank <laughs> I got no sperm <laughs> hey. Go for it. Yeah. That's what I say. I wonder if he came in. He's like, you can't see sperm. <laughs> that was 
such a dumb joke, but it was very funny. It was the best joke. It was a really. If good it comes joke. out that he got a secret, I, I, I kind of, I kind of wanted to be that he got a secret vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then that's what the, that's a new action figure that they sell is like secret vasectomy john cena and it's like it's just him at a doctor's office but you get like a like it's him but he, it's just a john cena figure but like he has a towel over his junk over instead of jorts and it's just like like a doctor wrestler so like kane as doctor dentist whatever is there just hell make that now make that for me <laughs> spend money and man hours crafting the plastic <laughs> just so sean could have just like secret have vasectomy john cena vasectomy. <laughs> it doesn't come with like the whole set like him and like a little chair yeah he's in the chair he's got the towel he's on <laughs> you know he's he's got the doctors there or mm-hmm. maybe maybe you could take your you get some outfits for your wrestlers you could dress, dress up your favorite wrestler as a doctor <laughs> <laughs> you want Finn Balor to be the doctor? You can be the doctor. You want yeah, you want sure. uh, Sasha Banks to be his nurse? You can be his nurse. Sure, Sasha Banks could also be the doctor. So, or you want to burst the roles? Progressive. It's a very progressive event. Well, ladies can be, ladies can be doctors. It's been a thing. <laughs> that's that's how I would be if it was at the at the Mattel Comic Con thing. It's like, look, you can make it progressive. You could have two women as a doctor. <laughs> you could do this. Oh, you want to take? Uh, look, here's this. Uh, here's this. Uh, <laughs> Here's this hornswoggle figure. We're gonna put that in there. And he... Yeah, does a hornswoggle be a doctor? Hornswoggle will give him a little stool. He's yeah. a little. He's a little. He's a little uh, wrestling. Those ladder things he can stand go up on. and down. Those little chairs. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. He'll be fine. Because <laughs> hornswoggle could totally be a doctor. Yeah. And then then he could be like, I'm snipping, snipping. Yeah, he's snipping. You want Goldberg to be the doctor? Goldberg's the doctor. You want <laughs> to take it? You, you want to take the small it man did... out of his body? I was he... <laughs> just. You... It's just you try to put him in a coat, it just like rips on his shoulder neck. I would, I mean, obviously, the obvious choice is making Vince McMahon the doctor. I don't know. I feel like Vince McMahon kind of like is hoping John Cena has many children so then he can have many small wrestlers that will become big wrestlers. No, no, here's the thing that John doesn't want the kids, but Vince has already harvested the sperm. It's Ew. being frozen in somewhere in the WWE cat and the WWE. Uh, one of those that building that building in the in the in the um in the indiana jones warehouse there's a special cryo area where they freeze a bunch of wrestler sperm gross in case they need to create more wrestlers Ew, that's just disgusting <laughs> i mean then it really is like the plot of the x-files where they're like we're just gonna take this and we're gonna impregnate these people and now oh my god we've got alien human hybrids except now they're wrestling human hybrids yes yes that's a that's Vince's plan all along. You know that. You know that's in the contract. Yeah, it probably is in the contract. You'd think he'd give them health insurance if he's going to steal their sperm. Well, they they'll. I mean, they pay for it if you get hurt on their dime. So, like, they'll did, pay for did your someone, surgery. Did someone give Roman Reigns stitches on the? Yeah. On... They have a doctor. They pay. Oh, is it the doctor CM Punk hates? Yes, I think it still is. <laughs> I think it's the I think it's the, the guy that he did it that he that he slandered on on a podcast and yeah. is still paying for it. Oh my! So, anyways, Adventure Comics starring Supergirl number four twenty from June nineteen seventy, I think nineteen seventy two. Yeah, and I bought this at uh, House of Secrets. Mm-hmm. It is stained. Yep, it has a stain on it, but it's not stained enough that we can't read it. Well, that's the thing. I was like, it's not too gross. So we're gonna we're gonna read it. So it's got um a couple stories in it, but we'll just go, you know, from the beginning. So the cover 
Venture Comics starring Supergirl. Supergirl's on the cover. She is throwing a cannon? Uh-huh. <coughs> she's throwing some sort of machinery. It looks, it looks like, like a, a cannon. Like a cannon. And she's uh, throwing it. And there's two, there's like, it looks like an alien planet. also looks like the Jetsons were there because there's <laughs> yeah, like, you know, yeah, it's the exact, it's a Jetsons house. It's on stilts and it's got like a bubble. Always going to school. Yeah, and they're like, Supergirl's a mad killer. Our mind warp worked. Success. And there's like a hand at yeah, the bottom of, of somebody that so she you murdered. Bunch, you see this alien landscape, and there's a bunch of carnage, and yeah, you know, there's a bunch of dudes being dead. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and she also, uh, I have to point this out. Mm. She's wearing shorts. Yes. But for some reason, these shorts have pom-poms on the bottom of them. Yeah, this is a thing that apparently had, because this is the the Linda Danvers Supergirl, where she's got the pom-pom shorts, and she's got the, uh, I don't know how would you describe this kind of shirt. It's, it's like a, a blouse. It's a peasant blouse. It's a peasant blouse. It's her peasant blouse. It's very with the, billowy. With the, yeah, the billowy pleasant blouse with the uh, Superman signal insignia on like the left like, chest. Like a pocket. Yeah, like a pocket square, you know. Yeah, oh, like embroidered, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's got that, you know. That's the outfit we're dealing with here. She's got hot heels. It looks like. Sure, why not? Because yeah, you can see that. But uh, that's what uh, the maiden of of might is working with here. Yep. It's also very interesting too because this is a one of those DC comics that doesn't have the DC bullet on it. Yeah, that's it has, true. It just has it like printed. So I don't know if this is from another country or not. But... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but it is, uh, yeah, so we got also on the cover, we have little heads up here because we got some other stories in this book. Yeah. We have Animal Man. That's right, Animal Man. Animal Man up there, and then we have the uh, Star Men. Yeah, Star Men. Not the Star Men, just Star Men. Star Men. uh, Star hyphen men. As far as uh, I would uh, understand, we have never... uh, this might be their only appearance i think this is literally (laughs) it for the starman and plus monster from krypton so we got a packed book we sure do and we're probably going to blow through some of this a little bit quicker because uh it's it's a little long yeah it's a little bit long but it's 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 fun it's stupid i I, yeah it's a dumb book which is my favorite so these so here's the deal though because basically the rest of these stories are uh, reprints uh the starman thing is a a like a unreleased story that they decided just to throw in here. Yeah. Uh, but this aqua, this uh, Supergirl one is a, uh, uh, first run story. It's like yeah. these stories that were, uh, written by, this one's written by Ray Marius and Len Wein. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Wait, Len Wein passed away, I think, right? I think. Yeah. Cause no, Bernie Wrightson passed away. I feel like. Didn't he go pretty soon after? He went, I feel like, yeah, I, 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 I apologize if Len Wein is still no, alive. I think he's dead. Yeah. Do you want me to Google it? No, I think we're. I think I'm right. I think you're right too. But my wife is gonna check. I'm gonna check. I'm almost sure you're right, though. So the story is called. What you call it? I'm reading it, and I can't read words. The story is called <laughs> "A Death Shall Have No Dominion." So. Yep. Dead. Yeah. yeah September tenth, yeah, two thousand twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, I know he uh, passed. away. I thought he passed away like right after uh, Bernie Weitzman. Weitzman. Yeah. Yeah. Weitzman. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, Wonder Girl, or Wonder Girl, Jesus Christ, uh, Supergirl is in space, and there was a plastoid globe that is following her, and is trying to catch her, and she evades it, and then it it goes smashes into a planet or something. Smashes into yeah, apparently it smashes into this planetoid. Yeah, so it smashes, and she's like, "Oh man, it was trying to." For some reason, her her hair is red here. Yeah, I don't know. It's a coloring it's a error. Coloring error. 
So she's like, I'm going to use my supervision to track where it came from. So she does, and it comes from this planet, so she's going to go see it. And there's these three weirdos who kind of look like luchas. They do, actually. Like, but bad luchas. Like, this one even has a weird beard. you see that? Yeah, like luchas whose masks are too big. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I know. These are, these are bad lucha outfits. And there are these three dudes, and they're like, oh, man. They're watching her on basically a TV, and they're like, okay, Supergirl took the bait. She's coming to our planet. One of them is called Oprah. <laughs> you get a planetoid and you get a planetoid <laughs> she's gonna sit down and cry with uh, supergirl so supergirl lands on this planet and she's like oh it's such a beautiful planet how can anything evil come from beauty and you're like oh man you've never been anywhere have you yeah uh and so this dude walks up and he's like hi i'm what's his name my name is tagran son of vorko the fuck is i'm like name? why don't tell me your dad's name i don't care it's like i have a dad yeah i'm like i mean if it gets that far you could introduce me to your father but like that's how i should introduce myself to you i'm sean son of larry <laughs> uh i'm jen son of robert Ooh. there we go <laughs> uh but i'm not son daughter what? of robert how do you do that if your father's gonna say what, what does john cena do my name is john son of john yeah i mean you I son guess. of yourself that's weird yeah john the first i'm john the second john the second son of john the first uh, yeah i assume mm. um so he's like hi this is my planet and he's like oh no something's coming to attack us supergirl's like don't worry i'll fight it off and it like it has this like hair it's like she fights like some space hair yeah it really does look like space hair and it like wraps her up in a in like as a like a burrito and she breaks it, but at the same time, this Togren guy's like, I'll just mentally help her or something. I want to point out that this Togren guy, he has yellow skin and Is like, it yellow or is he green? Okay, maybe it's light, super light green skin. Yeah. And he has like light, he has like green hair. He looks like an alien Elliot Gould. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, why, I'm, that's why I noticed. Yeah, he's, he's very 70s, by the way. He's got like a like a medallion. He's got a tunic. Like, like a tunic and like a V-neck cut down to his navel. And Yeah. So this also is weird because I was like, is she stuck to the bottom of something? Well, something happens where she gets... Uh, because the hair starts like becoming amber after yeah. she breaks free of it. So it just looks like her ass is a box. Yeah, she gets sucked. But to, like, it also this... looks like she's stuck to the bottom of something. Yeah, she's stuck to some ship or some. But there's no ship here. What did she go? Yeah, because oh, I mean, oh wait, there's... hang on, hang on, look. So, okay, so there's this enemy attack. Yeah. Here's here's what because there's these missiles. Yeah. That are like are being shot at them. Yeah. One of these missiles. These missiles look like dinner plates. Oh. And she goes sense. to stop it, but the missile has a defense where it shoots out the space hair that turns into amber. And gives her and stick, box ass. It gives her box ass and sticks it to the thing. She goes, well, I'm going to vibrate really fast and do like the Harlem Shake or something. Well, she basically does the flash thing. Yeah. And she breaks it off. And, and, and she's like, okay, well. That... I, I saved this guy's garden. Yeah, because he's like, hey, my garden's sweet. Yeah. Don't fucking, it's I like he controls up. the entire garden with his brain. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, just an FYI, my dad and his two buddies, um, they got bored of, like, bowling. So they all sat down together and decided to do a mind meld where they're, like, basically the same person. And now they want all the power. And so there's a huge war. And, like, everybody's dead. Except a couple people. 
yeah like me i'm not dead yet yeah they're basically just having this weird war yeah and uh and he's like they live up there in the jetson house <laughs> they do uh yeah. And he's like, well, as long as this garden lives, I live, or whatever. And then this bird flies by. Yeah, what is this bird? This bird is, like, changing yeah, the like, panel. You just see like, this weird stork in the middle here. Yeah, I don't know. And it's, it, or this, a heron. Yeah, it's just, like, in the middle of this panel, like, in between these two panels. And you're like, what's going on with the bird? Uh, but no one seems to notice it. Because they're still talking. Just, like, having a, a long conversation. Yeah, I don't think it's really there. Yeah. Uh, and then the three guys are just like watching on their weird TV. Yeah, they're watching and they're like, yeah, well. Yeah, they're like, oh, Supergirl, you're here because they want you to like lose your shit or something. They want you to get mad. Uh, so, so like you'll, so you'll help kill us, like... the other people that they want to kill. Yeah. Or something. And these luchadors. I like how this guy, this one luchador guy, he has like a. Like he has a symbol on his head, mm-hmm. and then that same symbol is also on the wrap on his chin. Oh, his yeah, chin on his beard. beard, yeah. He's even got a cozy for his beard. He does. He's got a nice little beard cozy. That's that's thinking. Um, and she's like, well, don't worry about it. I'm just going to take off uh, so I can't get angry. And the guy's like, here, let me awkwardly come up behind you and kiss you. Yeah, he gives her like this weird like... But not like from the front, but like from behind. So she's like... And I'm like, that's that's weird, because you were literally facing each other last panel. Because he's like, yeah, I got to, like, save this planet or save this plant, this garden. And she's like, oh, I, OK, great. And he's like, he's like, all right, well, you get out of here. But before you go, I'm going to sexual. Uh, I'm going to, like, give you a weird give you kiss. give you a sensual embrace from behind. Yeah. And then it's we'll, like it's like to cover like a romance model. It really is because he's for, and she's got her arms up like grabbing his neck but like over her shoulder and like he's it's a weird it's a weird picture. <laughs> it's an it's, it's it's a strangely sexy picture. It yeah, kind of oh, comes yeah. out of nowhere. You're just like I'm oh. just like oh shit, you people are going to get to fucking. And then, then, then but then they don't. And then she's like bye and so she leaves and um then more missiles come and they're like dick rockets. Yeah, there's like whatever. There's start yeah, these dick rockets start shooting towards her and she's like And they destroy the garden and they yeah. kill that guy. And she's like, No, not the guy I shared an awkward kiss with. Yeah. Not that guy. And so now she's mad and starts screaming kill. Right. She yeah, she gets uh because she gets gets her mind gets compromised, so they use this mind warp. Yeah. To like fix her brain to hate more. Yeah, and they're like, Yeah, hate. And like, uh, and, you know, and Oprah and all the friends are. But Vardok or whatever his name is, what's his name? Var. Borko. Borko. Borko's like, oh no, my son. That's literally my son. He's like, if I get him, we can bring him back to life. Yeah. So he runs off while these two idiots watch Supergirl destroy stuff on the TV. So he runs off. He goes gets his son. So he goes and picks up his son, and he's like, yeah, he's like, okay, look, we're. You know, I, I feel bad about this. Yeah, sorry you died. And then he, like, re- resurrects him. I don't know how he resurrects him, because he just sits there and he just holds his son. Yeah. Holds Torgren, and he's like, breathe, Torgren, breathe. Fill your lungs with life and rise. And then he's like, I'm better. Yeah, and Torgren's like, hey, Dad, thanks for saving me, but also fuck you. Yeah, but then Torgren's like, look, I'm going to go back out and, like... I'm going to go talk, talk Supergirl down from this ledge. He's like, no, if you fly over there with, you know, half strength, you'll die anyway. And we can't bring you back. And he's like, meh. He's like, fuck it. I don't fuck care. it. So he goes after Supergirl. Uh, and as he leaves, 
this, his father's just like, you know what? This makes me very angry. I'm going to pull out what looks like a giant letter opener. Because <laughs> it doesn't really look like a sword. It just looks like a big letter opener. And he's like, time for me to kill my friends. Yeah, because he's, like, he's like, well, look, you know, these other guys, Drac and Oprah, that's the other yeah. guy, Drac. They're like, yeah, these guys were always jealous of my son and his... Uh, his, you know, his his, his, sed, his sed, powers of seduction, powers apparently. of sed, his, his, uh, his powers of seduction and his green pale skin. Yeah, you know, and he uh, time you know, to stab, time to stab, and then you know, Wonder Girl or Supergirl's like sitting there just beating the shit out of everything. Yeah, and then that's when Togren shows up. He's like, "Don't do it. Uh, it's not worth it. As long as my garden lives, I live. I am happy to die, but don't fall into my dad's thing." And Supergirl's like, "Okay, good call." He's like, "I'm dead again." The end. Yeah, that's literally what happened. So she go because yeah, because then she didn't do anything. <laughs> because the dude, yeah, because then the dude. It, apparently, if you kill one of these guys, you they kill all, all die. Yeah. So that's weird. So Vorko, if he kills one of his friends, he dies too. So they're dead. And now this war's over. But like, this would be the second. This is the first of two stories in which Supergirl doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like, they didn't really need her here. All they needed to do was, like, launch a missile towards this guy's kid's garden, and then he would have stabbed his friends anyway. Yeah. She just knocked a couple things down and lit shit, shit on fire. I just like how this, because she's, at the end, she's like, you know, the wizards and their evil have been destroyed, have been destroyed, Tagrin, but not you, no, never you, not as long as one flower blossoms or one blade of grass endures. And it just says, an ending. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't say end. Like, Literally, just... dot, 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 and ending. Yeah, yeah, usually, like, at the end of these books, they'll just have, like, a little uh, ending story. Is, you know, when it's they like do, like, end. anthology, they'll just say end. It's just, like, an ending. It's, like, it's just, it's just kind of, like, it's over? Yeah. They were, like, you know what? We really need to get this to press. So, this is how it's ending. <laughs> no more. Yeah. An ending. <laughs> Goodbye. The end. Yeah, and that's how that story ends. That's how that story ends. Uh, and then we have an Animal Man. Yeah, we're jumping right into Animal Man. Animal Man, now, hero or freak? This is from, uh, this is actually, I believe, I don't, oh God, I'm blanking on which issue of Strange Adventures this is, but mm -hmm. this is pretty much like the second or third issue Animal Man story okay. ever. This would make sense why, this is a weird story. Right. For Animal Man hero or freak or freak indeed i do like he's got his little logo up here it says animal man but it's like a bunch of like stripes leopard spots yeah and it looks all like meaty like animal yeah. meat yeah well he is animal man he is animal man and, he, and I, I i'm intrigued by this art it's weird he looks there's a couple times where he looks like he's uh like doing that like the weird sylvester stallone run or he's doing like a shuffle, like a granny shuffle. Yeah, he's doing some weird shuffle here. Uh and he is uh he's got like but it's like the the, the detail on here is very intense. Yeah. And so he's almost like a very Joe Kubert esque. And I don't even know if Joe Kubert wrote through this, but oh, it seems very I don't uh, know, who knows? Very similar to that. But yeah, so so we start off with it's a it's a page from that happens later. Yeah. And basically he's uh, running away from some dudes. Running away from some from guys who are shooting at him and he's like the freighter unloading a cargo of wild animals from Africa must uh, must acquire their strength and cunning. Yeah. This starts with him and his buddy, uh, George? Roger. Roger. Him and his buddy, Roger, who's like his sidekick or mechanic or Alfred or something. They're like 
cruising around trying to map out where in his city all of the animals are located. Right. Because apparently, back in this these early stories, Animal Man had to be 35 feet from an animal in order to take on their strength. No, 30 yards. I'm sorry, 30 yards from an animal in order to take on their strength. He had, so to, be, he had, he's, to, be, he had to be slightly more than the red zone in the NFL to get <laughs> to uh, to be to be near yeah. uh, to do his powers. So he yeah. basically had to be like he had a to, field goal away. Yeah, so he was literally running around this town mapping out like where all the pet stores were. What kinds of animals were in these pet stores, where the zoo was, and they had like, he's like, I have a whole list of what animals are in the zoo. He's like, now if I can just direct the criminals that way, then I can take on powers. <laughs> Animal Man is doing a lot of things very difficultly. This whole thing very, is very, difficult. Very much, very, uh, much more, uh, wait, why am I blanking on words today? Uh, much more it's, it's just more it, difficult. It's more difficult it's, it's, than it needs to be. He's put. He's making it a lot harder for himself than it really needs to be. Because not only is he map is his idea to map out the um, location of all animals, location of all animals, so he can continue to fight crime by being near these animals and taking note of them. Which apparently, uh, you know, there's a, a animal corner pet shop that has cats, dogs. And a gorilla. a gorilla. Because, of course, why wouldn't you want to put a gorilla in a pet store? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. And and I just the idea that he's like, oh, if I'm going to fight crime in order to do any good, I have to make sure it happens within 30 yards of an animal. So so not only this, but he's also doing this mapping while flying around with the with Roger in a small biplane. Oh, that's right. <laughs> around like a residential area, like you know, like he's flying around like your average Main Street in this fucking small ass plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, I've got lists. And then they go back to the cave where the animal man lives. Because apparently he has, yeah, apparently he has a, 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 layer. a layer. Yeah. He has a layer and to that, which he uh, hangs out. And, and that's and, why I can't tell what George, or George, uh, Roger, he's got, he's all dressed in green. He's wearing like a cap that you would wear if you're like a mechanic or in the military or something but i'm just like so what is he is he's mechanic is he his sidekick is he his assistant is he an alfred is what is he yeah we don't know hangs out with animal man so apparently uh the second national bank has been knocked off yes it's getting knocked off so he's like animal man by the way sweet car Oh, yeah, look at that car. Look at that car. So Animal Man gets in his car, which is this awesome, like, really long purple number. Although it's a kind of a weird, like, it doesn't look very practical. Oh, no, th these cars are never practical. Uh, so he, he drives them over to the bank, and he's like, well, luckily they're on the run, and they're going to pass something. Well, here's the thing that I'm confused about, is that you think he wouldn't, Apparently, oh, apparently, because his powers are so limited, yeah. At this point, that he can't just be like, "Oh, there's a bird, I'll fly there," right? Because that's normally what he does, right? You know, eventually, when it's just like, "Hey, I just happened to the red, and now I'm gonna fly because I can," you know, because birds, right? This is uh, I'm surprised Animal Man stuck around at all. If this was how his power set was well, at here's the very the thing. beginning, he, this he, is very weird. Well, he didn't really, like, he wasn't really around that much. Yeah. Uh, up until, like, 
the mid to late 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, then he showed back up, and then he was like, oh, here's Man Old Man. He can go. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's it's such a weird thing to be like, my hero can only use animals that are this close, and he literally has to map out pet stores. Yeah. So I guess they go by the aquarium, and he's like, oh, shit, so, like, what do I do now? He's like, well, close enough, I guess. He's like, so what do I use? Do I use the maneuverability of a swordfish? Do I use uh, uh, the, uh, do I I become a minnow? Do I use a a dolphin? And he apparently figures that using a dolphin's uh, head fish butt ability for them because you know dolphins are they're the assholes of the sea they're the assholes of the sea he decides dolphins are fucks he decides to be an asshole and dive into this guy's car and knock it over yeah no dolphins are terrible everybody loves them but they're awful yeah um so he like headbutts this car it's never explained if he has to remain within 30 yards of the animal or if he just needs to be there when he takes their powers and then they wear off. I think that's what happens because he says, because at one point later he has like, like the, a bunny. He has the power of a rabbit to jump and he's like, oh, well, it's wearing off. Okay. So I don't know if it's just he gets it for a minute or whatever. And... Yeah, it's not. So he, he headbutts his car. These dudes go out. He's going to grab them. I mean, he knocks the fuck out of this car. Yeah, I mean, so much so that these guys get thrown and he only gets two of them. No, well, he gets three. One, two. Oh, does he get three? No, somebody goes down the subway though. Well, there's two of these guys that get away. I think there's a few guys that get away. Yeah, I thought it was two got away, two he got two. I think I think be. there's four because I think... Yeah, two get away, he catches two. Yeah. Yeah. So he catches them and then um, he's like, oh man, I couldn't get the other two. And then this is weird because they keep, instead of referring to them as people or criminals or whatever, he's like, oh, well, characters like that always try again. Or crooks. <laughs> Yeah, but he calls them characters. Are we not allowed to call them criminals? I don't know. He just calls them characters, and I find that so weird. And there's a couple of times that he does this. That's what Roger says. Yeah, but it's weird. The fact that they use the word characters at all (laughs) is so weird to me. It's very jarring. So they go back to his lair, and apparently this is the next day. Yeah, I guess. It's the next day, and apparently these guys are knocking off another bank because gotta knock off banks when you when you're hot i mean what else what else you gonna do they happen to his fucking ace and gary car yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is absolutely ace and gary and uh he's like all right well there's no animals around here he's like well fine i'll just go use my human powers (laughs) and (laughs) which is just being a normal human and he's like well there's a but not and then there these guys see him and they're just shooting at him. Yeah, and he's like, oh no, I have to hide. And they're like, well, if we can't get Animal Man, we'll get his buddy who's just sitting in the car, I guess. Yeah, he gets out of the car to chase after them, and they're shooting at him, and they're like, oh shit, they're going to fucking ram my buddy. And they do. Yeah, and they Gary they... goes, or Gary. Uh, Ro- Roger. Rod, I keep calling him George and Gary, I don't know. Roger gets knocked the fuck out of this car. Yeah, I'm surprised Roger's not dead. Which, somehow I don't understand how, because he's sitting in the driver's seat, and they just, like, hit plow him outside. Into, also, plow into how it. does their car continue to drive after this? I mean, like, this is a serious accident. <laughs> they plow into this car, and somehow they just knock him out. Like, instead of just crushing him in it. Yeah. Well, no, you know why? Because the car is open-topped. 
Oh, that so makes, that sense. makes sense that they somehow would knock him out. It just basically top, rolls, and he just gets thrown. I don't know how that. I mean, he's just yeah. actually murdered because. So he, animal is like, "Oh man, come on, buddy, uh, let's go this way." So he's helping him, but these guys are like, "We're coming after you." Yeah. So then now, now they're the hunt. Now they're the hunted. Yeah. So now we're back uh, on the cover, basically, where Animal Man is learning to speed walk. Because that's what this looks like. Look at him speed walking. He is speed walking. Yeah, He's like, I invented speed walking. I'm, speed an old, walking in his... I'm an old person at a mall. He's speed walking in what appears to is an original orange outfit that appears to be. I'm telling you, these, he is the uh, the original old person going for his morning walk around a mall. He's wearing a track suit. <laughs> he looks like he has comfortable footwear. He's he sure taking does. a nice little speed walk past the, the, the Delias or whatever the fuck else is in there. The Delias. <laughs> The glorious coffee, mm-hmm. or the fucking uh, Claire's and ta- Claire's the and Ann Taylor loft. Oh, you're, yeah, you definitely walk with Ann Taylor. You're definitely walking past the the Wetzel's pretzels. Oh, absolutely, and the aunt, the Aunt Annie's. Aunt Annie's, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're definitely walking past the the Manchu walk in the Express. Oh, you're walking past the Express for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That gap ain't open open yet either. You better walk by that. And the Abercrombie and Fitch, <laughs> <laughs> and that closing Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah but you're walking by yeah he's doing the speed walk i just want to say though his his outfit for some reason like it's very like it looks like it's got like like a rough texture on it it does it's kind of bumpy it's kind of bumpy it kind of reminds me of aquaman's shirt yeah so he's like yeah. basically wearing like scales. his outfit but it's like the entirety of like aquaman's shirt yeah it's like scales yeah uh and he's like oh man that Ship looks like it's unloading animals straight from Africa. It's the USS Safari, sure. And it's unloading these animals that we stole from Africa. Uh, for, for zoos. For but- zoos. And he's like, but why can't I feel them? I, I should be able to feel them. And then he notices that they're all babies, which that's awful. They're babies! <laughs> he just stole all these babies from their parents. It's an adorable baby animal ship. <laughs> And now this and idiot probably and murdered all of their parents in order to take them. And now this idiot is running towards their direction. So all these poor baby animals are getting, are getting shot, shot at. at by a bunch of <laughs> bunch of low level crooks. They're in cages, getting shot at because they're trying to shoot this fucking speedwalker. Well, well, here's, here's your character's thing again because he goes, yeah. I, I, "I like this. I like this line here." He's like, "He's like bullets against baby animal powers. This ought to be some show." All right, you characters, let's ring up the curtain. <laughs> That's what I mean. Because I'm he's like, like the baby animals aren't strong enough. The baby. <laughs> That's right. He's like, these baby animal powers are dumb. <laughs> so he like. Fuck these baby he's animals. He's like, well, I'll try as much as I can. So he does a bunch of like <laughs> jump in. But of course, he's... these idiots have shot at like a gas tank and all these baby animals are about to burn to death. So what he does, this is, this is and this is, uh, <laughs> I mean, sure. He uh, He's like, hey. There's a baby elephant out there. So fucking Dumbo's out there about to be burned alive. He's like, well, I better shut this fire down. He's like, I've never tried this chick before, but let's check it out. He dives into the water and takes a big swig of harbor water. Oh, God. And spits it out onto the fire with with uh, alarming accuracy. Yeah. Because apparently he's like, hey, I can do like an elephant does with its trunk, and I can use my mouth to spit I'm a bunch full of, of- harbor water and, and but he had to sp- drink a lot of water yeah like his lungs aren't that big just like he would just take it a mouthful but here's the thing well, I mean, well let's check this out let's think about this elephants don't put it in their lungs 
Yeah, they put it in their trunk, I assume, right? Yeah, but it's like taking a gulp of, like, putting water in your mouth. It's like Triple H coming to the ring. Right. So He doesn't put it in his lungs. But think about this. Think if Triple H were to drown, (laughs) and you were to... Okay, listen, listen. Stay with me. I'm with you. Triple H were to drown, but he didn't die. was Was he listening to Motorhead at the time? Yes, he fell. He was listening to Motorhead. He was head. He was fucking doing his little pose, and he fell overboard. <laughs> because drowned. was he on the wrestling cruise? Yes, and he, he, fell... was on, he was on the Bruise Cruise. Okay, which was actually a, a WCW wrestling cruise. All right, so he was there. He's coming. He's on the ring. He's doing his pose, <laughs> uh-huh. and he falls off the side. Right. Okay. Falls off the side. Lungs fill completely with water. He yeah. drowns. Yes. But R.I.P. he doesn't die. R.I.P. But no, wait. Triple H is living. He's back. So they resuscitate him. Resuscitate him. They get all the water out of his lungs. Yes. And it just basically is like, blah. Right. Right? Yeah. And that's it. Yes. Animal Man has. He's like a garden hose. He has this gigantic, like, I don't know. How is he able to continue to have this much water? Does he have shoulder neck? Maybe he has a mouth in his neck. Uh, maybe, maybe there's a mouth that we're not seeing. Maybe it's, a, it's the vacuum mouth and it's going, it's doing the sucking. He is in pretty good shape. It, well, it, maybe it, maybe that mouth in his neck is doing the sucking and he's spitting it out. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's this is what we've discover, discovered. This is why you have shoulder neck. So yeah. Triple H wouldn't die because he also has shoulder neck. Well, <laughs> you made a good point. Right? Triple, that's why Triple H cannot die from drowning. <laughs> because he has shoulder neck. Because he has a hidden mouth. Excuse me, Triple H, Sean Merrick, <laughs> the worst collection of podcasts here at uh, Also, this... I Can Talk Kayfabe. <laughs> also, I Can Talk Kayfabe. I have two podcasts. I'm here uh, at this panel. Uh, I know, uh, you know, you just have a quick question. Uh, do you have another person living inside of you because of your traps are so big? And does are you, uh, are we just not able to see that person's mouth? And uh, if you were to drown... Do you think you would live, but your second person would die? I'll just sit down and wait for the answer. Thank you. Uh, also, follow up to that question. If you have a second mouth, have you ever used it as a vacuum and then you spit whatever the second mouth is picking up? I have this Animal Man comic <laughs> from 1967 or whatever, 65, and I'm just curious. I just wanted, I had a, you know, I had this question for a long time. <laughs> Really, this is just really a, appreciate an you anatomy being here. question. I just want to know if you if you have any answers to these questions. I really appreciate you fielding these questions about your weird anatomy. You're you're you know I really appreciate you being here for the fans. I think everybody else could agree with me here. I mean, who doesn't want to know this? We uh, y'all want to is... know if he's got a second mouth. Everyone cheer! That's y'all right. Y'all want to know if has got that second mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is wrestling. Clap 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 clap. <laughs> 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 this is why I could never meet wrestlers. No. <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... It's, just, it's just like, get that guy out of here. Hang up on that guy. <laughs> get that, that guy out of here. <laughs> How many mouths do I have? Uh, <laughs> He's like, I can't actually see anything. Am I? Am I? Do I have an extra man inside of me? Uh? <laughs> and then, oh my god, you've just like spun Triple H into some like really deep philosophical place where he has oh, to go get no. therapy to find out if he has like a person inside of him. Is it- <laughs> like, is that his inner child? Just like trying to get out through Paul, his neck. What's wrong with you? <laughs> 
My inner child. My inner child's tried to escape through my neck. I had that one. I killed it. I punched it to death. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> Comes the next. Excuse me, Mister Mister McMahon. Why are you all bruised? <laughs> I punched my inner child to death. I had a second person living inside, but I murdered him. I put him in a steak wrap. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So Animal Man back in his lair, and his buddy's just talking on the phone to someone. Doesn't matter, but there's yeah, who's he talking to? I don't know. Finding out about crime, apparently, and and then he's just sitting there, just like yelp, like he's not doing anything. He's just like literally hanging out in the background. And Animal Man's like, "All right, cool. They're going through the zoo. Good times for Animal Man." And he runs outside of his cave. Oh, so, I'm sorry, speed walks because this man does not run. No. And he's like, hey, bunny, I'm a bunny, too. And so he starts hopping. But this kind of looks like he has flippers. Yeah, he's the way they weird, drew his, his feet, feet are weird here. So he's in the zoo and he's like, yeah. And he's like, but wait a second. Also like his Mickey Mouse gloves. Yeah, he also has Mickey Mouse gloves. He's like, wait a second. I'm in the zoo. I see the car. Why don't I feel any animals? Well, here's the thing. I want to point out uh, he he bounce, jumps as a bunny yeah. to uh, to this place. And it says here, uh, a thousand hops later. So he <laughs> jumps a thousand times to get like, to where don't he... do you think it would, it would have been easier for him to drive at this point, right? It would have been easier for him to run or to, like, chat. Here's the thing. I mean, can you just be like, hey, there's a bird. I'm going to fly. Nope, bunny. It was the only thing near, near oh, the opening Oh, I saw a bunny. I came. better jump a thousand times. That's all he's got. I mean, what like, what if dumb. you're like, I really need some, like, I need, like, gorilla strength and like all you have is a poodle poodles apparently very strong little toy what poodles, are toy poodles dolls? Yeah, yeah that's what i'm talking about not yeah, not the yeah. big show poodles oh yeah those are talking true. the little toy ones yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah no but so he, i mean like if he had the power of our cat he would just lay on the floor apparently he has used the power to nap like a cat in the past oh well i mean i would that's a good idea. Yeah. So apparently he gets to the zoo. Okay, so he gets to the zoo and apparently... It's closed. It's closed. And all the animals are gone. All the animals are gone. And he's like, ah, oh, shit. But he has enough of a bunny hop to, like, jump into this truck that apparently has a bunch of doors in it. Uh, and, yeah, I guess. And then he punches these guys in the face. Mm-hmm. And then that truck smashes. And then he's like, okay, well, those guys are dead. Uh and I'm he gonna, goes after the driver, maybe. He, he tries after, so goes some, after some guy, and he just punches a guy in the face. Mm-hmm. And then he power walks away. Yeah. And the guys are like, oh, that guy was awesome. Oh, it's the crime fighter who calls himself A-Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure like, glad he's on our team because of A-Man. Yeah, A-Man. A-Man. And then they get the newspaper. And, and it uh, just says A-Man on it. like, wow, you're becoming... You're becoming uh, pretty good there, buddy. Uh, you know, and the paper just says, A man does it again, Grabo captured. It really just, I mean, at this point, it just says Area Man. Area? Hey, you <laughs> might as well be Area Man. It might as well be Area Man because A man is literally anybody. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, and so like Roger's like, yeah, it was a good job. And, and it's a, a, a Animal Man goes, it was a pip, but I nailed him, Roger. And then he, and he follows this up with, uh, like I will with all of his kind. Sooner or later, I will wipe crime from the city and the country. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, only if there's an animal within 30 yards, bro. Like, you're I mean, kind yeah, of useless you, when there's not. What if you go, what if it's not like on a train track? What are you going to do? Like, right? there's no, like, animals out there. You, hopefully you? it's a circus train and there's, like, a giraffe. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's a giraffe out there. You can use the, 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 the weird tongue of a giraffe to... Uh, <laughs> 
lick your guy to death. Blech. Lick his head off. Mm. Gross. And uh, giraffes have black tongues. Yeah, I know. Uses I've got a black tongue like a they giraffe. Because there's this there's a zoo in Colorado where you can feed them. Oh, neat. It's actually very cool. We used to when I was a kid, but they have these like long black tongues. I'm assuming maybe so they don't get sunburned. Oh, nice. Right? That makes sense. But they come out like, animal, like ah. man, animal man, we're gonna animal man, we're gonna we're gonna open up your mouth and stick you in the desert so you can burn your inside of your mouth. It's like, but I have the power of the giraffe. Of the, of the black tongue giraffe. I'll never <laughs> you can't defeat me. <laughs> You're like, all right, animal man. <laughs> oh, you got us this time. You got us characters this time, animal man. <laughs> yeah, A man, you're so good at this. <laughs> well, just like so, so it ends with uh, a Roger, man is good at this. Roger being like you're just that guy that can do it, pal, with the powers of a man. <laughs> just any old man, huh? Any old man. So that's that's our animal man. Right. So let's take a break. We're going to come back. We'll finish the rest of this book. we got two more to get through on this one. This is, uh, is going to be a doozy of an episode. Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. Oh, adolescents this generation have no respect and are a far cry from my sweet Jane Eyre and her friend Helen Burns. Why, just this afternoon I was Stella. across and, and you know what? Men too. Well, uh, uh, Stella? Serious men like the tragic Mr. Rochester and teachers, pa, they're all like the villainous Mr. Brocklehurst. Hey, Stella! Uh, yes, Thomas? As much as I enjoy, um, indulging your insanity, we have a promo to record. Oh dear, and what might that be? That is you and I telling everyone that we have a brand new podcast out there. It's called Required Reading with Tom and Stella. Once a month, we will take a look at a single work of literature, discuss it, analyze it, and determine if it's worth its place in the canon. Oh dear, that sounds delightful. Oh, I'm sure it will be. And you can find us on the Two True Freaks Network, which is at twotruefreaks.com. Oh yes, required reading with, with Tom and... Why is it Tom and Stella? Why can't it be Stella and Tom? It rolls off the tongue better? Okay. Well, that was easy. So, required reading with Tom and Stella at twotruefreaks.com. Thanks for contributing to the promo there. You did a great job. Oh, you are so welcome. All right, welcome back to Worst Collection Ever, where we knock off this issue of Adventure Comics number 420. Uh, these are the star men. So the story behind this entry into this book is, I guess this is like a un released issue or unreleased story from the dc archives mm -hmm. of the vault or something that they just never it was probably like a science for like a science fiction book or like a horror book or something mm -hmm. they just never got around to releasing and they just didn't know what to do it so it's in here and they went ahead and illustrated it or whatever and you know here we go so uh and basically what the premise is is that there's this a planet in the solar system. Yeah, so it's this planet in the solar system that appears. Yeah, it's called Crag. And it doesn't have anything on it except for a whole bunch of rare jewels. Yeah, a bunch of treasure. A bunch of treasure that is, quote, guarded by stone statues. Yeah. 
So many outlaws from across the galaxy have tried. Um, and they talk, who who are they again? They list them. Well, they list a bunch of these guys like Nil the Martian, Rick Shue from Pluto. And then they have this one dude, the beard, the bearded Krang from Riggle 4. Riggle, who, or is it Rigel 4? Rigel 4, and it looks like it, Kyle Kinane. It does look like Kyle Kinane, but can you, it must be Riggle. It can't be Rigel, right? That's like a Star Wars Trek thing. Rigel? I thought so. Well, is it a Star Trek thing? Sure. All right. Anyway, so they're like, oh, all of these people have tried. They're, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And they're, they never so, come back, so. And they ooh. never came back. So this one guy, I don't know what this guy's name R- is. Rick Rikon. Dude with a really bad costume because he kind of looks like he's wearing like one of those sleeping caps that yeah, like, you'd I, only I see that... Ebenezer Scrooge wearing. For some reason, he's dressed, he's dressed in purple and green and he's wearing like a cape with like uh like a sleeping cap and he's got like this these yellow underwear on him he's just like yeah an a- asshole. he does and apparently this is a martian colony because we have colonized the moon probably because we fucked up our own planet just yep. saying as um, of as of uh, the first earth city uh established on mars in the year 21 uh 2100 a.d well hopefully we'll last but, that th- long. but now we're in 2500 a.d and we are we have uh yeah, the streets of New Earth. Yeah, probably because Earth doesn't exist. Uh-huh. Um, so he goes in and he sees this dude with an eye patch. He's like, hey, dude with an eye patch, where's my info? And he's like, well, you got to give me money. So he pays him. And he's like, okay, so there was this planet and it spewed forth all these rare gems from its volcano. They're super expensive. You can like buy all the things with it. Um, just beware the other people who've gone before you. Have just never come back. Yeah, FYI, like, okay. this, this could suck. And because this is an outlaw bar, we have like people like breaking in. Like yeah. the cops are shaking down the place, and he just like the solar police. The solar police are shaking down the place, so he runs out the the window. The solar police gets in uh, his rocket, and off he goes. Yeah, so he ends up on Crag. As he ends up there, they're like, "Ah, oh, he's going to Crag." They're like, "Ah, fuck him." Fuck him, he he's ain't gonna, coming he's back. Gonna, he's, he's dead. Yeah, nobody he's ever comes back. He's in Mad Max times. Yeah, nobody ever comes back from Craig. Yeah, nobody ever comes back from Craig. So, uh, yeah, so that's how it's going to go. So he's like, okay, cool. Well, luckily, this air is breathable, which this is my biggest pet peeve, which we will discuss why here later. But my biggest pet peeve is anybody who is supposed to be like a space person or whatever they're just like mm, air breathable immediately takes off my they're, mask they're, they're, it's like the movie it's like fucking prometheus where they're just like really they're, on the, they're on the planet for like a minute they're like oh this is fine i'm like what yeah, are you no. doing i'm like no you need to like run a fucking test dude like yeah what are you doing no so you, nothing... they literally just land on this planet they land on the planet just like oh it's fine take it off well it, they it did it be... like we were watching lost in space the yeah, other day yeah, yeah. And they were just like, oh, the air on this random ship we just found seems fine. Take off your helmet. You're like, no. Anyway. Yeah. So he's like, all right, well, there's nothing here but these weird statues. These big statues. He's like, also, it's kind kind of getting hard to breathe. I don't know. And I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't take off your thing. He's like, huh, it's kind of getting hard to breathe. This is kind of weird. But he makes his way to this valley where there's these stone things. He's like, oh, shit, look at all this treasure. Holy fuck, this is great. I'm going to take it. It's all mine. I'm going to be rich. And the minute he touches it, all these stone statues start moving because this is actually who the inhabitants of this planet are. Yeah. Uh, Stone dudes. But because the air is garbage on this planet, it turns every living thing to stone. Yeah. So including this dude and... 
the big stone guy picks him up and he stands him next to all of the other guys who never came back and now they are stone statues that will just stand there and stare at the treasure they wanted to steal forever yeah so now recon will stand there forever as a stone statue now here's the thing though i wonder if that doesn't even matter like having a helmet on because this dude here oh he's got a, a helmet he's got You're a right. helmet i don't know if it's you know if it's effective or not but he's got a helmet and he's, well, maybe he's his, his his neck mouth didn't have a helmet oh shit yeah yeah so now yeah this this conrad rikon the most wanted man in the universe is now uh uh trapped yep in this planet forever so yep r.i.p that dude yep so yeah, that's it. That's how that, that's it. That's, that's how the it. Story that's the story. That's it. So now we get to the end of the last story of the book. Here it is a Supergirl story uh, that was originally printed in Action Comics number three hundred three from back in nineteen sixty three. And I would just say, calling it a Supergirl story is very generous. Well, here's the thing: I, I read something about how I guess they adjusted this story somehow that it's a Supergirl story, but that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, and we will discuss why. So, so the the splash page here is monster from Krypton, and it's like a flying dragon, kind of like a Falcor, but like without arms, without being adorable. Yeah, without being adorable, has like a horn, and apparently it's Superman is the dragon. Superman is the dragon because Red K has turned him into a dragon. That's right. I like Red K when it makes him a dick. I don't really like it when it turns him into weird things. But yeah. um, and then everyone's like, "Oh my God, Superman is dead." And he doesn't know how he's going to not be a dragon. Right. So the way this starts is Jimmy is hanging out with a dude in a helicopter. And he's like, man, there was a volcano. Let's go stare at it. Yeah. There's a landslide. And all of a sudden, there's a big glowy egg. Because he's like, yeah, I want to get some pictures of this fucking, this, uh, uh, this volcano. Earth, volcano earthquake. So I'm going to go. And I, oh, look, there's a red glowing egg. And it's freaking me out. And he asks the guy to put him down over there. And he's like, nah, man. I got kids. I got kids. And he's like, fine. I'm he's gonna... that wrestler now. Yeah. He's, he's later like, nah, man, I got kids. Yeah. And then he's like, fine. And then uh, uh, so he's like, fine, I'll use my stupid watch and get Superman in. And so Superman hears it. And he's like, oh, shit. This is uh, what text messages were before we had text messages. <laughs> yeah. It's hey, just high-pitched watch noises. The high-pitched you up. Yeah. <laughs> So, so he's like, and Superman hears it, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go on the lunch date with Lois." But uh, fuck that, Jimmy Olsen needs me. Yep. So I'm gonna use no my... more nooners for me. Yeah, he's about to get some nooner. No more nooner for Clark. Better be out the door. Uh, so he like uses his super ventriloquism. He uses super ventriloquism to mimic Perry White's voice, so that. Lois goes into Perry's office. And then and he Clark jumps the window. out the window. He jumps out the window and Perry's like, I didn't call you. And yeah. Like, <laughs> so Superman goes and finds this egg and he's like, oh shit, that egg, which looks like every fucking egg. It's just an egg. It's just an egg. And he's like, it's, he's like, <laughs> Jimmy's like, that huge egg in the landslide uncovered looks so strange. It scares me. So he's scared of a giant egg. Yeah. He's like, kind of looks like an egg to me, Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, but, but, super, but right away somehow Superman is able to understand that this is a egg of. Uh... Well, he, he has his super recollection or whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, and this, has... this irritates the fuck out of me because mm. first off, you don't know shit about Krypton. Because you were, like, days old when they sent you here. Well, didn't they send them all those crystals with all the information? Yeah, but do you think they would have, like, been like, here's the time your dad talked to this guy about an egg? 
That's how we even know. It's right here. <laughs> but no, he's, that's not what he says. He says that he was there as a toddler. Well, right. And he remembers Maybe, maybe, maybe that was in the crystal. It was, that's what it said. And apparently, somebody came to his dad and said, oh my god, we have this horrible monster dragon thing that's destroying our city. No, it's destroyed our city. They found some eggs. And they're yeah. like, yo, these are these those eggs of that Oh, monster. of that horrible monster that destroyed our city. So like, we need to like, here's what we need to do. We need to get those dick ships yeah. Man of Steel yeah. that we put uh, uh, Zod in. Yeah, and send these eggs out. We'll put those eggs in them. Well, we'll... no, because here's what I don't get. So Jor-El knows that Krypton is doomed, and he's like, oh, no, we can't have those eggs on Krypton. I'm like, what do you care? Yeah, why don't you... Too bad, what too bad do Jor- you care, Jor-El? Too bad Jor-El didn't have those eggs to throw at the Zod when he was coming, when they were coming after him. And so the, he's like, Man of Steel's like, ah, he's like Jor-El's like, oh, no, poor Krypton, save the eggs so he like he puts them in the dick ships and he sends them off and superman's like well we on krypton never killed so we just sent the eggs into deep deep space where they were never the people where they would freeze and never hatch yeah and i'm like that's the same thing that's kind of shitty still that's you're still killing them i mean freezing to death they're they're done i mean it's fine if you want to say like you know it's an embryo it's whatever but like at the same time it is still no longer it's like killing a tumor it no longer exists so what so he's like we're benevolent we're so nice we just froze those eggs to death uh and he's like but one of them got stuck in the orbit of krypton and jor was like "Eh, it doesn't matter yeah that's like that's how he goes he goes he goes eh and whatever whatevs it's not even coming though we back have down. technology to go out there and maybe do something about it i mean we have plans, dick ships the plants yeah we have these dick ships you know but i don't want to take an extra dick ship if i don't have to. yeah i mean who wants to ride in the dick ship he get, i don't want to ride in a dick ship that's for eggs and criminals <laughs> so uh there's another earthquake the egg rolls down into a chasm and superman's like oh no i better go get it so jimmy's like waiting and they're like what's taking superman so long and the next thing we see is the dragon comes up from the crevice with superman's uniform in its mouth and right. and jimmy's like oh no it ain't superman uh yeah. except superman is the dragon uh-huh and so he went down the egg was cracked anyway it didn't matter but because it was covered in red kryptonite because it passed through some field because of or something yeah he since he was thinking about the dragon before he encountered the red kryptonite now he has become the dragon so are we saying that if superman thinks about being a dick he becomes that's why a be, dick? that's why he becomes a dick when he gets red cake i guess i don't really know the rule I he's think, having a bad day and he's like um, this is kind of like back in the day when red k didn't it did whatever the writer needed it to do well obviously but like yeah i mean the, but the way that it's presented here is like if superman's thinking about like mm, i can go for a hot dog then he's a hot and dog then, and, then he gets, and then hot dog and what if jimmy eats him i mean don't you think jimmy would break his teeth because wouldn't he be a super strong it would be hot, an dog? hot dog yeah, right it would true. have to be and he'd be like oh this hot dog is impossible to eat better throw it down into the garbage disposal and it just breaks his garbage disposal yeah it could be a whole thing yeah it could be a whole that's a whole that's a whole book that that was ever written yeah he so, but then he has this idea for some reason he turns into this thing but his suit is like intact his suit's intact and superman is still like, he's still got his intellect yeah he can't talk or anything but he still has the same mind and he's like i have an idea if I grab the suit with my jaws and bring it up to Jimmy, Jimmy will automatically know that I am Superman. Mm-hmm. Which, who the fuck would ever think that? No. No one. If you saw a giant dragon running around with your friend's shirt in its mouth, you're not going to think, that's my friend. You're going to think, that dragon ain't my friend. That would be like if 
we had a dog and our dog had a pair of my, pair of its underwear in my mouth. You would you go? Wait, oh what? my god! Sean became the dog. <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Because he got into our laundry or something. He was like, and the and the dog comes out with your sock in its mouth, and I'd be like, oh my god, Sean's now a dog. Holy and shit! Be the dumbest person. To oh my god! Him. So what happens if like the dog comes out with my sock in its mouth, and I'm like, oh my god, am I a dog? Like that's literally how Superman's thinking right now. Wait a minute! I became a dog, and I oh didn't shit, know. I'm a dog, or I'm a dragon, or whatever the <laughs> fuck I am. And he's like, whatever I was thinking about when Red K came through, I'm a sandwich. And Jimmy's like, we gotta get back to tell everybody about this, and also to tell him that everybody Superman's dead. And and, and Superman's just like, Jimmy's getting extra. Ugh, everybody's extra in this book and superman's like hmm i wonder why that didn't work i'd be like because it's literally not a logical leap because it's literally, that's why it because it's literally the dumbest idea i've ever heard uh i i just don't it's just so dumb um so, so he this is, well, this is when like superman like tries is like okay fine i'm gonna go follow jimmy in this helicopter and then jimmy's sitting there in the helicopter like supergirl needs to help us ah right, right. and so now they get to the daily planet superman's like oh i know i can take off the letters on the weird sign that's on the daily planet which is like the daily planet the super news is every man's news it says or something. The, the daily planet the super newspaper every man needs prefers, prefers no, he's, maybe he's, he's fighting off the, oh prefers okay prefers. which so, that's a real weird sign that's a weird marketing yeah that's that's uh that's not the kind of sign you want so he's like uh, it's a bit like a cable network like fox the station that people like and you would like it to if you watch Simpsons. it <laughs> pretty much that's that's why yeah he's like trying to spell out that i am superman and like everybody starts shooting at him because perry's like get the armed forces oh my god a dragon he goes he goes oh my god this dragon is coming i'm gonna call the armed forces because he has a line he, he called he calls 1-800 army well yeah i mean and then they that's what up. happens not a recruiter a recruiter doesn't talk to you like the army comes. you actually get they go army guns here and then they go <laughs> Hello, uh, guns here. Press one for cannons. Press two for <laughs> missiles. Press like. three for drones. Or if you want all of them, please mash the keypad with your fist. <laughs> if you would like an all-out assault, please just mash the keypad with your fist. Please use your forehead to get all of these buttons. <laughs> <laughs> it just for for nukes. Just just don't <laughs> for nukes. Eh, eh. Maybe you might want to think about it. Yeah, think are about you very white? Are you over- overreacting? <laughs> we have a 24-hour waiting period on nukes. I need it now! <laughs> <laughs> but I'm angry now! Basically. So, he, yeah, so then the army shows up and they start shooting at, you know, Superman, uh, dragon, and things. Oh, he's Superman, dragon, so you can't defeat him. Yeah, so bullets everybody... are bouncing off of him. I do love this panel where it's just the dragon's face where it's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, because the dragon's always got like this, like face. Like it's a very ugly dragon. Yeah, it's, poor dragon. It's not like a cute how to train your dragon. No, dragon. it's not. It's not, not toothless. toothless. It was no. adorable. And he's like, oh god, I better, you know, I better figure this out because uh, before they, figure- they launch the one thing that could kill me. Yeah, before they figure out they need kryptonite. Mm-hmm. So that's where. Uh, so he flies off, and then the planes are like, let's find him. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, quick. And, and then again, so this is where Jimmy's like. Well, I guess we had to because Supergirl isn't around. Yeah. Why, why By you... the way, this is her book. Well, this is supposed to be her story. This is supposed to be her story. Um, so they're trying to follow him, and he's like, Superman goes into like a big empty field, and he's like, I know, I'll just 
chew the earth so it spells words. I'll chew the earth so it says, I am Superman. I am and Superman. That way people will know that I am an intelligent being trapped inside of this ugly dragon's body. Except, oh, guess what? The United States military finds you first. And it yeah. just, like, it's just hellfire. Yeah, they just start raining down fucking it's World just War bombs As many bombs as they could possibly find. Uh, this is why that whole, like, I need my guns to overthrow the military, uh, that's not going to work. Because, <laughs> as you see right here, not even this dragon... <laughs> how to blow up your dragon like they're rolling like you know 10 tanks there's out of like, this motherfucker no less than one two, i think there's like seven there are seven tanks no six six tanks i see six tanks there's six tanks plus like there was an entire squadron of at least like how 10 mobilize, bombers how do you mobilize that many tanks that quickly that's why we have bases everywhere we can do it but i mean are they just like they just get out there that quickly. And I guess they just find it. Was he, did he did he show up at like Fort Bragg? Sure. He's like, oh, there's nobody here by this armed base. I'll just use my face to write something <laughs> into the ground. Oh no, seven tanks. Yep, seven tanks. And look at all the planes. Look at the plane. There's like, oh, I know. There's all the planes. They're shooting at him. So he's like, okay, I can go higher uh, than the plane. So I'm just going really high, and I'm going to spell I am Superman with my breath. Right. Uh, the condensation in my breath. Oh, no, you're not, because guess what? We're going to launch, like, you fucking tomahawks at you. Yeah, we're just launching tomahawks, and they're blowing up his his uh, his skywriting. He's yeah. like, I could skywrite. Like, yeah. Can. I do like how, like, how Jimmy and uh, whatever, I don't know where the hell they're watching this. They're watching uh, the, the, the marine, uh, military vision. Yeah. Because Jimmy and uh, Perry are sitting there watching this, and they're just like, yeah. Just like, oh, shit. Oh, but there was this part at the beginning. Oh, uh, but I want to point something out here. Oh, can I talk about, can I mention Lois real quick? Well, no, we're going to get, we'll get to that in a second. Oh. We're moving on. I want to say, this is how they altered the book. Because if you notice here, this is, so look at the lettering here. Uh-huh. Oh, and it's different down there. And then you get down here to this paragraph where they're like, if only Supergirl would be here. That's right. And so because they, it is absolutely different lettering. They just drop that in. They just drop it in because it's a bit more condensed lettering. And they're like... Because Jimmy, Jimmy's like pissed. He's like, why won't they kill this dragon? Yeah. I mean, come on. We're wasting a lot of tax dollars on this dragon. Oh, he doesn't care. Um, so Superman's like, I have an idea. I'm going to go up to the fortress. I'm going to lose the military like radar in this flock of birds. Yeah. Um, a flock of seagulls. A literally. flock of se seagulls. And I flew <laughs> to the fortress of... Mm -hmm solitude <laughs> <laughs> so he heads up to the fortress of solitude meanwhile jimmy's like hey i have heard of crypto green kryptonite let's murder it with that and, and it's like, also like editors note this is before all the kryptonite turned to iron and i'm like oh apparently that was a thing once iron helps us play yeah <laughs> uh, so they decided to make kryptonite bullets which if, i'm surprised i mean yeah, i was gonna say you would assume the united states government them. would already have them or just that's batman he was like batman's got a whole freaking artillery full of oh yeah things. yeah no batman's a prepper no, he's a, he's a, he's a, oh, he's a prepper. 100% Batman is a prepper. Um, so they're like, okay, we'll, we'll do that. So he goes and he picks up the key in his mouth. Yeah. And he goes to open it, but Candor. The tiny Candor people are They're like, like, what the fuck, dude? It's a dragon. And it's trying to get in here. And they're like, quick, we'll leave Candor, which I actually didn't know they could do. I didn't know that either. I was like, hey, I didn't know they could just get out of there. Yeah. And they just like fly out of the top and they become slightly larger when yes. they do that. And so they they're special gas. holding the door shut. And I'm like, apparently that works. You would think Superman would be stronger, even in dragon form. 
Yeah, but no, they're they're giving him shit. So as this is happening, Supergirl finally shows up. Well, no, what happens is he's like, fuck it. I'm just going back to Metropolis. I'm going to have to try to reason with these damn people. With my dragon face. So he goes and Supergirl finally shows up. And the second she shows up, she got shot with a kryptonite bullet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> she shows up like she shows up to be like oh there's there's a there you know because the dragon shows up and everybody's got their kryptonite bullets so they're like aha fine we're gonna shoot this thing and then supergirl just gets shot yep and she doesn't die immediately she should because she gets shot twice i know she gets shot like with, once in the side and once in the shoulder yeah and I'm with like, two kryptonite bullets and so, so she starts falling and superman's like i'll save her so he catches her on his back and then she's like wait a second this thing seems to be helping me. He's friendly. No, no. Somebody from the ground goes, oh, my God, you see the monster helped Supergirl. It must be friendly. Oh, shit. Was it from the ground? So she yeah. doesn't even get to say anything. She doesn't say anything. She just thinks. The, so, first, the first time we see her doing anything, she actually thinks. She's like, oh, why is this super? Why is this? Uh, um, uh, this thing rescued me. But why is it grabbing the statue? Why does it hate Superman's statue? Yeah. And then it starts using the statue to write. Uh, to like knock letters off this like whatever it's like a memorial memorial who's also alive so he like scratches out all the letters like he's playing like a really long game of hangman yeah i know so it's the longest Hangman. yeah so it says i am superman and he just like sits on top of it like a cobra yeah and so she's like oh i am superman she's like oh wait he must have encountered red kryptonite Stop him trying to murder him. So she tells the government, hey, stop shooting at this guy. He'll eventually, it'll wear off. And so hours later, it wears off. And he becomes Superman again, somehow clothed. Yeah, thankfully. Uh, which it shouldn't. Oh, he, yeah, he should be shown super dick. He should be completely naked because he already ate his own suit. We, I mean, unless if he had the suit in his dragon hair. <laughs> maybe. He's like, I kept the suit in my dragon hair. Or maybe, or maybe would he change back? He's so fast that he was like, oh, my God, Superman's naked. Zip, zoom. Yeah. Got my clothes. And then he's like, oh, you know, I, I spend all this time protecting uh, animals. Now I know what it's like to be hunted like one. Mm -hmm. And that's the end. But I would just like to say that this is supposed to be Supergirl's story. I think the only way she could have done less in this book is if she wasn't in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, she doesn't do anything <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Here. Yeah, that that looks different there too. Yeah, they just throw in a bunch of like little bubbles here. Just to be like, where's Supergirl? And I think that's how they tried to rewrite it. Where's Poochie? Yeah, because the the handwriting is different. You're right. Yeah, and that's it. Oh, we real quickly. Oh, there is a nice letter here in we, the back. We, that's it for the Superman story. But we do get a, a letter in the mail section called Super Fee dash mail oh jokes hardcore yeah and then we get a so you read this i, didn't I did this. i read half of it and then i gave oh, up okay uh so there's a well, look at it. it's, it's a very long letter from somebody who basically is complaining that their heroes are too overpowered and it's hard for them to give them any challenges when they have all of these powers i would just like to point out that this was printed in 1972 people are still making this argument today and then well i like the response dc's just like what take our they're like maybe you should take all the powers away from everybody because i think people like superheroes not because of their powers but in spite of them and dc's like why why would we do that 
<laughs> Why would we take away the thing that makes them different? Well, they go, they go. We should turn our top features into unsupergirl and non-superman. <laughs> uh, change the Flash into the Slowpoke, and then I like this one where they just the, uh, one of these things is not like the other. They go make the Forever People only temporary. <laughs> really yeah talk about something i i just think that's funny i'm like wow the arguments literally have not changed no they have not so so that's it for this adventure comics number 420 featuring supergirl from june 1972 do you want to see more stories with superman as a dragon of course i do i would yes i would definitely buy the next issue of this even if it didn't have supergirl well obviously i don't like supergirl but i like anything that has superman or supergirl or Superboy, like, destroying something on the or cover. Or Jimmy Olsen or Lois Lane. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of I'm that I'm on board shit. for that. I'm also on board for any Animal Man you want to throw at me. Yeah, no, that was fun. So I was like, oh, shit. I'm excited. 1972, that... I'm on board. I'm excited that we finally got the opportunity to do an Aquaman. Or not, sorry, Animal, Animal Man, Man. Because... They're hard to find. They're not, they're not hard to find. It's just it's hard to pick... An Animal Man, especially from the Grant Morrison run. Well, you can't. Or the Grant, or the from that night from you the late eighties night. I mean, you could, but you don't really. It's not going to be that fun. No, that's the thing. You've got to find one of these older ones, and that's what I mean. It's harder to find. Well, those are yeah. I mean, they're they're collected in some ways, but at the same time, well, maybe they aren't. I don't know if those are collected. I don't know because that's kind of a. I kind of want those. Yeah. You know, I want to have all these Animal Man because I mean, I'm not going to pay. I don't want to pay like 30 bucks for a single comic just I to know. be like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and read it. You know? Well, that's the thing because we actually read these. We're not, mm-hmm. you know. This one fell apart. Yeah, that one literally fell apart when we were reading it. So. But that's okay. That's okay. It was worth it. Yep. Whole buck. <laughs> so thanks for listening, folks. You can find myself on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at Worst Collection Ever. Email us at worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And of course, please rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast. We would really appreciate that. And if you get a moment, uh, please check out uh, I Could Talk Kayfabe with myself and Joe Todaro where we talk about wrestling. But thanks for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.